0: Hello, I'm Damien Edwardson, one half of Art 92, and the creator of the sci-fi wrestling comic, The Galaxy Grappling Alliance. And welcome to Omen to That. It's a chip-free, sporadic podcast series where I'll be talking to a selection of guests on a diverse range of topics, centred in and around the world of art, comics, and, well, just about anything that takes a fancy, really. Before we begin, I just want to say a huge thanks to all those who've listened to our previous episodes, I've had some great feedback, and I genuinely appreciate the support. We've had some great topics lined up over the next few weeks, so don't forget to subscribe. And on today's show, we're discussing the often overlooked subject of the art of the movie poster. After all, who hasn't, at some time in their life or other, been enthralled or appalled by that tease of things to come on the celluloid screen? and I'm extremely pleased to be joined by two powerhouses of the independent comic scene. <laughs> I wanted to say that there are also two creators who I've had the privilege of producing a comic book cover for, and in the next hour or so, we'll do a deep dive into what makes a great poster and why some images, once seen, stick with you for the rest of your life. I'm sure we'll also reveal which ones we'd rather forget. Mm-hmm. So get your popcorn ready, make sure you've been to the toilet, dim the lights as we get ready to discuss the art of the movie poster. So, I'm thrilled to be joined again by two wonderful guests, both with backgrounds of art and design, and uh, I can tell you the two are not mutually exclusive, so I'm sure they'll they'll agree. (laughs) Firstly, a guest who I first met in prison, Um, it's probably not (laughs) as bad as it sounds as we were both tabling at a comic convention. And he's the driving force behind Never City Creations. He's the writer-artist of titles such as Automatic Girl, Putrefaction, and what can only be described as The Walking Dead meets Terry and June in The Dead Mm -hmm. Next Door. It's part-time junior rocket scientist, thorough nice fella, it's luscious Luke Michael Copsey.
1: Hello, Wind. Hello, hello, hello.
0: <laughs> Hi, mate. That's, I'm not quite sure how to live up to that. <laughs> mm, well, if you start high, you can always go down from there. I'll put that as well, yeah. And Met speaking prison, of going right down on. from there, <laughs> my second guest will need a little introduction, making it a hat-trick of the guests from the Awesome Comics podcast team. He's the writer, artist, social commentator, the man of a thousand buttock-clenching anecdotes, The creator of Vanguard, which is the finest British superhero comic out there. Also, the artist on other brilliant titles as El Marvo, Project Hoax, and now soon to appear in the all-ages comic The Spark with Ion Eagle. It's Dan Butcher. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. And uh, thank you both for giving me time. Thanks a bit. Thanks for having us on. No, it's uh, much appreciated. And and I believe... uh, Luke, this is your first uh, foray into podcasting. It is indeed. I'm I'm half between shitting myself and kind of just going <laughs> to wing it and go. Well, you see, you, I'm kind of in the middle here because I've done some. I'm not obviously at the other end of the spectrum where uh, the professional that is Mr. Butcher there. Well, with his, uh... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm in the kind of, if there's the awesome comic podcast, like Vince and Tony in the driver's seat and the passenger seat and I'm in the back seat. Oh no, no piping in. that's Sanker. like
0: one of No, it's like one of those old transit vans where there's three seats in yeah. the front. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> so before we begin, as way of an introduction, what's the first movie poster that you remember? You know, because uh, I'm sure we we all three of us had movie posters on our walls at one time or another. We'll start with you, Dan. What was your first yeah. movie poster? Did you like, have it on your bedroom wall? No, I didn't initially. I do
2: have it on my wall now. I uh... ah. I ordered it in the lockdown and I've got a frame for it and it's uh, big trouble in little China.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, I used to live in crystal palace on the high street uh, back in the day with my mum and dad, brother, whatever. And uh, every day when we went to school, we went past this uh, news agent on the corner. It was massive. And they used to do VHSs and stuff in there. And for weeks and weeks and weeks, they had big trouble in little China. Every day I'd walk past looking at this poster thinking, what is that film about? They never had it in stock because I think it was just a poster they had up before it came in. And then years later when we moved, like this shot round the corner at it and we got out for three weekends running and my dad banned us and ever getting it again because <laughs> he said it was stupid. But, oh, it's, uh, a wonderful.
0: it's one of yeah. my, my top 80s films. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah. Me Mimi Bates Salty used to have a thing called the um, 80s Cinema Club and every Wednesday for about three or four years we'd go to the pictures, you know, it was like a pound or something by then and we watched anything and everything we, we saw some great stuff and we saw some absolute shit as well you know like <laughs> american ninja four i can remember as getting into that's, underage that's, that's, and you know no idea what it was it's absolutely like garbage but big trouble is one of those that stands out i mean definitely. love john carpenter but man what a film what a poster as well we'll probably come back to that a little bit later on actually oh nice awesome. one yeah cool
1: so what about you Luke? Uh, i'm i'm gonna call kind of trumps here almost um that it's a two-part really. I mean, the first one I remember is actually Big Trouble in Little China. Hey, we're gonna be oh. friends. Um <laughs> it was but I can actually remember it from when it was on a billboard, um, like Newport, which is the town just down from me. We were there visiting a relative, and it was Lopan's face, which is like the big green mm. kind of looming yeah. figure, and that seared itself into my imagination, that Wow. Um But no, it's it wasn't the first I had on my wall. Uh, My parents were actually quite strict, and I wasn't allowed to put blue tack or anything on the walls Ah, until I was about twelve or thirteen. And um, there's a film, one of the Return Living Dead's, uh, had come out, and my local video shop had had the poster up, and it's Return Living Dead Three, with Wendy Clark on the cover, and um, that is actually the first poster I put up on my wall when I was, yeah, I was about 13, 14 at the time, I think. That's wow. quite a racy yeah. poster, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. It's, yeah. uh, I, it's still, I, I fell in love with her. I mean, yeah. okay, yeah, she's got shit going through her, but she's, <laughs> she's absolutely gorgeous in that film.
0: And again, I mean, I've, I have to confess, I've never seen Return Living Dead 3, but the, the original, um, Oh God, yeah. I adore that film. And, and the original yeah. work by uh, Graham Humphreys, on the posters and the artwork is yeah just, that's great that yeah. guy's ridiculous it There's it's like and...
2: manic energy on the poster oh it's,
0: man it's, well I mean, it was honestly, close
1: to being one of my three i chose yeah and me yeah and me it, 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 i felt like it might be a bit obvious one for me so I think with my comic dead next door there's a, a bit of a homage to to uh the graveyard scene in the uh the oh poems. nice Oh. i'd have to check this comic out
2: I, i'm not familiar with this luke so i have to tap you up after the show yeah no worries dude yeah yeah nice it's,
0: it's, it's a good read man it's a good read it's got a great cover as well you know it, yeah cool, it covers cool, <laughs> right. people comment occasionally <laughs> no it is good fun though i remember when you get when you sent me the uh the early view of it to have a look at and uh it was really really good fun yeah you'd enjoy it dan yeah i think you'd dig it uh, nice fun yeah good stuff yeah. yeah, so mine was um, actually my first poster, just trying to think which one, because I had several. My, my parents mm. weren't about sticking stuff up on the walls. I think, actually, sticking stuff on the walls kept the house up sometimes. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, the one that springs to mind when I was doing this was uh, the Flash Gordon movie from 1980.
2: Oh, nice, yeah. Good poster.
0: And. Yes. It's funny enough the other week when I was digging through some old long boxes and stuff, and I came across, you know, we used to get those poster books. Yes. That would like they'd fold, wouldn't they, into like eights, and then they'd come out to one big poster. Mm. And yes. I found the old Flash one, um, and I found for your eyes only. Mm. Uh, there was Popeye in there as well, the Robert Altman um, film. Oh, which, okay. I don't know if you've ever seen that film, but it's it it's is in pieces. Yeah. It's not brilliant. But it's insane as well. But yeah, the flash, the flash poster is a tremendous piece of work, just iconic, really. I think it's the colours and everything. It just, yeah. it did everything that I wanted a poster to do. You know, it got me really excited for the film, um, and it didn't disappoint. You know, captured yeah. the feeling of it. That that's whole great. film
2: is so camp, and the the kind of colours and costumes and imagery, yeah, are absolutely spot on. Yeah, that's that's one of one seared into my childhood.
1: Yeah, I would definitely yeah. It's it's got that kind of a uh, sort of like French feel to it, almost like the sort yeah. of cauchey almost like the way it's designed.
2: It's a bit uh that film uh, like watching it I think I watched it a couple of months ago and there's some elements in there that wouldn't make it past no. uh like film bus today if you know what I mean. They they wouldn't put a film out like that. It's uh the well the scene I was thinking of specifically is uh ming wants to seduce dale arden so he got out with drugs to drop her <laughs> inhibitions
1: shit. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so slightly going off topic but i actually re-watched police academy yesterday the original Oh, uh, nice no, oh uh, right has anyone watched that at all recently i finally wa- i watched it about a month ago and
2: i'm probably gonna echo what you're gonna say it's
1: it has not aged that well <laughs>
2: there's it's, a lot of troublesome moments
1: oh yes especially involving sort of high tower and yeah race yeah oh yeah and, yeah uh, yeah every ism going pretty much okay i can,
0: I, I can yeah. remember certain bits and certain phrases should we say that that stick out which i, I won't repeat but no, you certainly you you wouldn't be uh you wouldn't be putting that on the screen today would you
2: uh, one of the things watching older 80s films uh and it's something i've kind of like come to you more recently is the the homophobia through them is mm. like oh my god i didn't uh, watching these 10 years ago maybe i wouldn't have clocked 10 15 years ago but now watching i watch it and think that's a bit off like yeah. i guess it's just sensibilities changing but uh yeah calling people the uh f-a-g word yeah, and yeah, stuff like that and you're like wow okay anyway let's swing it back around to poster design
0: and it leads us on nicely to the next question i I said you guys actually so it's a bit of a mount rushmore kind of cliche Mm. question but who are your favorite poster artists you know if you had to pick um you can have one two three or four but if you had to pick who would be on your your absolute dream list of, of poster artists and why
1: um right i had the answer to this question instantly to be honest um (laughs) i'm gonna gonna try and say his name correctly because i've had to google it because i've probably been saying it wrong all these years Uh, it's uh boris vallejo oh yeah yeah it did um obviously like death stalker is the first one i remember but then he did the national lampoon sort of european vacations uh and the the normal one um and this is i uncovered something which i should have realized like, looking at the artwork now, it's kind of kicking myself. But he did the artwork for the original Barbarella poster. Ah, okay. Right. I didn't ah. know that. And, yeah, yeah I didn't either. I was like, oh, bloody hellfire. I was like... But, and, like, sort of the more recent ones, he did... Um, if you ever seen Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Yeah. The cartoon. He did the movie poster for that as well. Which is <laughs> yeah. quite a touch of genius. But, no, he... he it was seeing the Stalker cover in my video shop when I was knee-eye to a grasshopper it's just the artwork like if, if anyone it would be him to be perfectly honest i know there's a lot of like sifting through it is like a rabbit hole like you said earlier of like artists and there's just names and there are like a key a key group of artists that did a lot yeah. of stuff that i love from like the 80s and the 90s yeah. but yeah it's definitely boris was my uh
0: my my number one fantastic what about you dan
1: Uh, There are several uh,
2: I was going to pick out, but a chap I've come across more recently is called uh, Thomas Hodge, and he goes under the uh, work pseudonym of the Dude Designs. Ah. Have you you come across his stuff? No, I'm just going to have a look now, actually. He he does, like, kind of love letter images to, like, the films we've discussed, Uh, like Big Trouble, They Live, uh, a whole slew of them, and – you know the Sandra Book film, uh, The Heat, I think it's called. He yeah. did one like a cover of that, and they're very kind of like dark and metallic, and oh, they're, yeah. they're really nice yeah. work. He's and I've got a book of his he he, he put out called a uh, VHS video cover art, and it's a massive, great, big whacking book full of like just absolute gems yeah. from the sort of eighties, nineties, and, uh,
0: and he's a dude. I, I really like his stuff. Really like oh, yeah, his it's work. Good. I'd never seen it before, but no, I'm just looking at it now. It does capture that whole '80s vibe, doesn't it? Yeah, he's kind
2: of he's got a real kind of uh, eye for it, and I think he's one of these people that's just going to get bigger and bigger. Mm. That said, how relevant the movie poster is, I think we're going to be tackling that later in the show. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's interesting. Okay, so I mean, for me, I mean, I I struggled um, coming up with a name. I ended up with several. Mm. Um, and obviously, you know, I suppose it's, it, it kind of links to my age as well, but they all seem to be centered around that, that, uh, sort of mid to late seventies through the eighties, um, kind of period. But if I had to pick one, I would probably have to say on the balance of things that it would probably be predictably Drew Struzan, yeah. who is just, you know, the guys, I mean, often imitated, should we say, <laughs> mm. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people out there that work in the style of Drew, but oh that that guy is just phenomenal. You look at this is you know, things will come on to about his use of composition and colours. And you know, as I record this, I'm looking at the uh, the three sort of original trilogy re-release posters he did in the, uh, the late nineties, um, for Star Wars Through to Return. They're just beautiful. You know, and they work together so well and he's just got he's got everything. You know, he's not only a tremendous artist, but just visually, he's, he just knows how to make things work. I mean, other names that I had as well, we touched on briefly, Graeme Humphreys. Um, I think possibly the greatest British movie poster artist I've ever known. I, I think the guy is just phenomenal. You know, you look at the, the Nightmare on Elm Street posters, things like that. Oh, you know, yeah. the guy is just unbelievable and still going strong now, you know he's he's, a, he's an absolute beast that guy um and a couple more but i won't talk about those because i make come onto them later on so anybody got any more that they, they wanted to throw in that maybe were their second or third
1: choice well i had um john alvin um like it's the one that got me was arachnophobia yes like, yeah i absolutely love that um but he also did like digging deeper into what people have done um to his uh,
0: space balls and willow as well which yeah I was flicking through his book before for the show, and I was having to flick through. And again, you don't realize how many of these people did so many iconic oh God, yeah. posters. It's, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Okay, so we've talked about some of the, obviously, the great artists. And I'm sure we'll talk about a few more as we, we work through this show. But what, in your opinion, um, and I'll put this to you, Dan, first, what makes a truly great movie poster? And and we'll probably look at the flip side of this in a moment, which is what makes a really bad one. Yep. For me,
2: it's got to have two elements, and that's the, the great image and the great tagline. And that includes, like, the topography, placement. It's It's got to have those two elements working together. I mean, if you have, like, the great image, but there's, like, a nothing tagline or a tagline's a bit kind of, I'm not sure yeah. what that means or a bit sucks a bit. It, it's yeah it definitely needs to in the same lot like, i've seen like i can recall like films with great taglines you know like, oh, that's fucking a, a gem yeah But the image is like i always remember the tagline on uh dust till dawn not that it's a bad poster but it's like how far can too far go and i was like yes that's great yeah now i've got a fucking motorbike going by <laughs> but... <laughs>
0: but uh, so yeah that's that's what i would kind of go for i, I know what you mean because one of my favorite posters it didn't make my top three but it was it was knocking around there which is that combination of i think a beautifully clean design mm. and a really simple but brilliant tagline and it's ghostbusters and it's the who you're gonna call yeah. and that's it and that's all you need and you know, it's a very simplistic image, but by, cra- I'm going to tell you what, as a kid, I was like, that, that did it for that. me. I was obsessed the minute I saw that, mm-hmm. and it's like, who are you going to co- cut? What's that mean? You know, and it was yeah. just, you're right, you get that combination right, and that's going to, it's just going to work, isn't it?
2: Because that film, it's like, they're, they're kind of ordinary Joes just taking on ghosts, and that's yeah. like their company logo, and... You're going to call that? that's their catch line in the advert, it's, isn't it?
0: It's so clever yeah. the yeah. way that they use it. You know, it's like they were almost, it's, it's a bit meta for its time cause it's almost like, you know, that was their brand in the film. Yeah. Because it's a business and it was like them advertising their brand and their tagline that they used in the adverts. It's only as I got older I started to really think about it in that way that how clever it was that it was almost like you were drawn into that world. It's only three colours black, white, and red. Brilliant. Brilliant. What about you, Luke? What's uh, what, what in your opinion makes a makes a great poster? See, I,
1: I it's the art for me. It's the composition of the art.
0: Mm. Like you know, obviously
1: the words are there, I know, but I it, it's like my brain phases out any letters apart from maybe the title of the film. Okay, it, it, it doesn't matter the the poster or what it says. It, it is the picture. I, I think it's in my top three. The one that always sticks out to me. Mm. Um, but it is it's it's the that it's the punchy image or it doesn't even have to be sort of um you know in your face but it, it is it's it's the composition of the picture that is just sucks me in absolutely mm. sucks me
0: in. have you got any examples apart from the one that's in your top three that's been um,
1: I, I actually have I, I couldn't find the artist for it which is pissed me off a little bit apparently it was an unknown japanese artist but um it's the poster for fright night the, uh, the oh night uh, night yeah night. yeah now that just that's a banger. That, yeah, it's stuck in my mind again since childhood. That is, but that it's the image. Like, I know what the film's called, and there is a tagline on it, but it's that face above the house. They just I wanted to see clouds that actually looked like that. This <laughs> yeah. is kind of, I'm, a... I'm
2: going to look up the poster and see yeah. what the tagline is because I can't remember the tagline.
0: It's... I love that film, I've got that to admit that's is, that's. There you go. i've got it song. it's uh
1: there are some very good reasons to be afraid of the dark uh, and then um, it, underneath the title it's if you love being scared it'll be the night of your life <laughs>
2: so, that is a great poster it it, is oh, it's really it's good phenomenal there's more mul- there's more than just one face isn't it? there's like it's yes. a, like a, a multitude of them around and the frame of the the, the night sky Yes, yeah, great good stuff that's it and well the thing is cool. like
1: well, the character because she, she's only in it for like thirty seconds, like that, which is yeah. kind of a, a bit of a disappointment. But that's yeah, it's a, uh, I love Charlie's
2: girlfriend, isn't it? She, it is, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess the uh, the sexy lady vamp always kind of going to get bums on seats.
1: Well, with the with the teeth.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I'll tell Some you what is a question for you guys. Uh, how do you feel? Would you go for a a, a hand painted illustrated cover over a, a photo? Oh a photo montage. I pretty much know what you're both gonna say.
0: But... <laughs> do you, do you no, I, I much prefer a photoshop collection of faces at different sizes than real <laughs> art. Kind of pinned on at the wrong angle. Yeah. Yeah. No, I my view of a of a really good poster is is that um something that probably doesn't have any kind of photo elements in it at all doesn't mean that the artwork isn't, you know, sort of semi realistic or whatever, but I I must admit, I do tend to get immediately put off by things that have just Photoshop faces and, and there was that terrible kind of era, probably from the probably late 80s through 90s, where that's all you got. Yeah. You know, that's that's all a movie poster was was mm. some some guy had discovered how to cut and paste. Yeah. And you see some horror shows, don't you? Yeah. Of, of posters. I was looking through before. And oh my word, you know, with the some posters yes. in the, you know, they're just <laughs> disgraceful.
1: I <laughs> said so, no, resolution wasn't a thing.
0: <laughs> well, Dan knows
1: all about that, don't you, Dan? Yeah, <laughs> just problems with clients supplying. Oh sort of well,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> they've got really low res image, and then suddenly they turn up with like a 600 DPI one that you could use to put on the side of your house. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's, that's what I was after.
0: I kind of have this thing where I love seeing virgin posters, you know, where went before they've put the, the text on. Mm. Yes, because yeah. I like to yeah. see how well they've thought through the composition that where yeah. the text is going to go. I mean, I suppose it's a common issue that we get with things like comic covers done, and, yeah. and you guys will see this where yeah. people do a great piece of work, but there's nowhere to actually put the title. Yeah. You know yeah. what
2: I mean? Yeah. And they're kind so, of stabbing themselves in the back of, in a way because it's you need that. You've got to design that within mind, and if you don't, you you the cover's going to suffer.
0: Absolutely.
2: And, I say you what one of the things about painted and illustrated covers for me, it kind of like invokes this kind of thing of this is this is a story or a fantasy that you get you're going into, but when it's kind of like a photo cover, is this feels very kind of functional when this is what's in the film. Do you know what yeah, I mean? So it's,
1: Where, it's like it is taken directly from the film rather than yeah.
2: I, I can look at that like you looking at that big trouble and little China post, and I, I walk past looking at Lopans face, yeah. thinking, geez, that, that's that's the bad guy and what's gonna happen in this film and there's all these little snippets of the adventure that's in this film and it really sell you. Like you are making yeah. up the story in your head
0: or before you've even seen the film. Yeah. There's it's quite an interesting bit around that that um that post as well that I don't know if you've ever seen the the documentary about Drew Strus and the man behind the poster. If you've never mm. seen it, I think it's on Prime at the moment or no, it's on Skype or oh, watch it is absolutely brilliant. I mean I've seen it loads of times it's so good because he's such a, a genuinely engaging guy as well um with a really interesting life but he talks a little about the work on on Big Trouble because the body of Kurt Russell is actually him oh, um, it's true. to himself because he always had to pose for his own kind of yeah. work you know, we've all well done that haven't we yeah thank god you don't have to go and get it processed anymore and you know he's <laughs> always opening at the first are these yours and always be you like screaming horrifically at something at a watermelon <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> But uh, yeah, and he's got some really interesting stories about, you know, the composition of it. And, and there's a bit in there that, that um, he said, I just made it up, you know, and John Carlton was kind of like, well, I think I'll try and do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that's really, brilliant. Definitely yeah. watch it. Definitely watch, oh, watch, just watch it. i going definitely try that down. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'll, I'll probably watch that after this actually, to be fair. No, that sounds
0: great. Okay, so we, we've done the good side, and obviously, for every light side, there's a dark side. Mm. And I think we know that the, the photo bashing is, is possibly one of the things. But there, is there anything else that really gets you goat when you look at a, a movie poster that you think, you know what, bloody hell? Well, apart from the photo bashing, <laughs>
1: I I suppose it's when they use like things from films that are like a focal point from a film. Say it's like a mask that you know is the root of all evil, and it's in the like the film for like three seconds. Yeah. And it's it's, they've literally just put that on there because it's the coolest thing in the film, and the rest of it's all shit.
2: I mean, we've probably all been duped by video covers. (laughs) You think this looks fucking ace, and then you get it, and it's just like three people running around a quarry. (laughs) And, like, the artist has really gone to town on the cover, making you think they're, like, on Mars battling robots. And you think, oh, God, they've they've spent more money on the poster than they have the bloody film. It's it's tragic.
1: I I found one on Prime the other day. I think it's called Robo Ninja. But but the artwork for it is, like, sort of a downtown, sort um, sort of Shaolin China kind of image but it's Robocop painted yeah. into it. It's, it's painted. I was just like that. I was disappointed Robocop wasn't in it. But um, <laughs> it was like I actually watched about the first 10 minutes of it just to actually see what it was all about, yeah. <laughs> which it, it was awful.
0: But I'll tell you the ones that never did let you down, though. Um, and I can remember I used to buy, like, videos for, like, one pound fifty off the market. You know, you'd root mm. through a big box and they'd have a yeah. yeah. like, and you could, pick, I mean, didn't matter how old you were, they didn't really care, did they? And um, the one film where you could never say that trade descriptions will get caught is anything to do with source, some sorcery stuff. You know, yeah, where they always yeah. had like a, yeah, yeah. an half-naked woman on the front, and within about three minutes of the film coming on, There's it a, was tits to bingo. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> There's, <laughs> There's this huge, like, massive dude that can barely act.
2: Yeah. The naked woman, <laughs> usually some bad prosthetics on some goblins or whatever, and then yeah. fighting. Yeah. You knew exactly what you were getting, though, from the cover. Yeah, you're getting what's on. Was it what's on the tin? It's
1: like yeah, that's what you're getting. There were some though. It did that. Like Deathstalk is a good example of that, to be fair, because yeah. the dude isn't actually that big in that. No. It's and like I think there are boobs in it, but there's not. From the cover of the poster, it looks like like you said it's going to be fucking all go and it, it's actually quite a boring film
2: he's quite like like quite live i don't think the guy ever gets his fucking top off in death <laughs> no. definitely turns up and he's wearing like a kind of a onesie kind of th- not a onesie you know kind of like a tunic yeah and he's not yeah, yeah. Uh, he's fit like kind of a miss universe mr universe turn up and <laughs> there's some bloke fair enough? And the other
0: the other thing as well is when you know you do get missold on posters and i have a real issue because, again, if you look at the Masters of the Universe poster mm. who and did, and, yeah. and there's, a, there's a famous line, I can't remember who says it, but somebody says this thing, like, that's the film I wanted to see, <laughs> not the shit I sat through. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. poster is the fi- Because that is a poster and half that. I mean, that yeah. looks like you're going to yeah. have a really, really good time. I, and you have everything booked, don't you? <laughs> Let's be
1: honest. You know? Well, like, my dad took me to see that at the cinema when it came out. Yeah. And um, you know, I actually, I still to this day, the film is a bag of shit. And they, they could have done some amazing things with the actual story that exists. Mm. But Skeletor, Franklin Gellier, a Skeletor, I still like those prosthetics. Like, yeah, he
2: does okay on that. Yeah. I, I, it's frustrating that at the end of that, they ran out of money. So they had to yes, have He Man and Skeletor fighting in front of the flashing light. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, okay. But like all that stuff at the beginning when you're in Eternia. And like yeah. Skeletor's one, so just set the film here. I don't want going back to 1980s Earth because it's oh, easier on the budget. Courtney
1: Cox playing a
0: well, it, her boyfriend playing it synth. Yeah, I mean I know there was money and budgets and things, but yeah. you know, like you say, Dan, they nailed it early on. Yeah, because you it's do start watching, it is going to be quite good. And then it, it turns into like Star Trek Four, <laughs> yeah. where they're in San Francisco, and you're like, this isn't what? What's going on here? <laughs> I think
2: you said, like, uh, how even a budgetary can, concern of going back to like filming it all in Los Angeles or whatever, mm. but like, uh, how, how can people relate to this? People can relate to E Man. It's
1: a big deal with a sword jacking people up. That's what yeah. <laughs> you want to but see. This is it. Yeah. Because, it, I mean, Gwildor was meant to be Orko, but uh, apparently the, the special effects budgets or something like that wouldn't actually cover, you know, a floating red guy with a red eye. That's tricky, though, if you think like. No, Even later, nowadays, so, how, yeah. how would you sell
2: that? I don't know. I'd watch it. To be <laughs> fair, <laughs> to
0: be fair, we'd all <laughs> watch it, wouldn't I'd we? I'd just see it's it's had sell some
2: bloke in a red gown with a big yeah. O on his chest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they just make them wear green noise. tights now, would not they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. Like Whizbit from the fucking eighties.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's one creepy thing. Wizbit. <laughs> That, that was weird. That that was really, really <laughs> freaky, that. Excellent. That's good stuff, guys. So, I mean, I think we've pretty much nailed there that um, buyer beware, I suppose, particularly on the video front when it comes yeah. to I mean, we could do a whole other show on video covers, and I think we may do, actually, at this rate, because there's so much gold no to be on no, the video cover That was essentially Worlds what
2: you got you to pick it up off the shelf. Yeah. That's yeah. all you had. Like, yeah. And it bared very little resemblance to what the film was even yep. the backward like like complete lie it was this an all a lie this to you to get to rent the <laughs> yeah. film i think you
0: probably had the one good scene right like, yeah On the back, it? and you thought the whole thing was going to be like that and then you know it was like <laughs> it wasn't even in it most of the time you like, no, where's the bit yeah. where she's getting like you know a spear through the head it's like oh it's not <laughs> in this one well, so, i always remember once <laughs> i really getting really caught out with the video because um I mean, it's when ET had come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to have this little video shop near us, and the guy would let you rent anything. And I was about nine or ten at the time, and he used to have conversations. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? It was like Cannibal Ferox. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus laughs> <You> worst. <know? Christ. laughs> and, and it was, you know, I mean, it was a different time, kids. And, yeah. Uh, I remember once I saw. I thought bloody ET's on video. I Can't believe this. And I um I took it home. Dead excited because I'd never even thought ET was out on video. I mean, you had no concept of no. when films went to video back then, you know. It used yeah. to be five, six, seven years. Yeah. It
2: used God, to be yeah. ages. And
0: it, it wasn't E.T. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> it was a it was a very dodgy porn film and it was E.T. Extra <laughs> testicle. <laughs> and, um, <Yeah. laughs> and I can remember putting it, I'm thinking. This doesn't look right. Oh, and uh, my mum going, I think you've got the wrong film here. Yeah. <laughs> so, that we, snake, didn't watch it. we didn't A small snake spit at that woman. <laughs> don't remember that, anything.
2: Turn, turn this off.
0: To be fair, <laughs> he did have a glowing red finger. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> did did it wiggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough of this filth. It's a family show, I'll have yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> the Adams family, though
2: like what's the worst the most egregious example of a, a film poster you've seen yeah. have you got one of them
0: uh, yeah
1: i've got I, i've got a few different varieties <laughs> i've got ones that just make me angry <laughs> <laughs> and then i've got like sort of photoshop mistakes and yes. yeah i've got, got a few and then just just badly done ones i think
2: there's always the steven seagal ones where like the uh he's got like a hand that's just photoshopped in holding a gun <laughs> yes. and they're fucking terrible should i <laughs> i tell you what i'll show you i'll show you mine i'll upload them to the sky chat okay uh okay. uh, uh oh. for the, both for the same film uh and it's for groundhog day bill murray mm-hmm. you've got this yeah. concept of the the film with bill murray living the same day over and over uh and they chose to illustrate that by having him trapped in a clock yeah and just uh andy what's and god that actress actor's name andy mcdell just oh, yeah, kind yeah. of looking back at the camera like Oh, here we go. One of those days. And it's just tragic. It's just got none of the, the elements of the film. If you looked at that, you wouldn't know what the fuck the film was about. And it doesn't really sell it at all. Uh, I guess it makes it out to more more of a, a romantic affair. And it does, uh, admittedly, the film does have those elements in it. But uh, I just think that's a, a poor one. And this is later, a great
0: film. It is yeah, a great yeah film. it's a yeah. great film. I really enjoy it. I wouldn't it. watch that on the basis of the <laughs> No, because it just yeah I, I, to be fair it,
2: it's a hard concept to try and think of you've got to put this in to a post how do you show the same thing happening again and again and again and again uh there may be a challenge for artists and designers out there, how you would illustrate that in a, in a film poster. But there's also another one where they, they brought it out and it was like the 15th anniversary. And this is usually used on a lot of thumbnails if you see it on the streaming service. Right. And it's the fucking worst picture of Bill Murray that it's... any artist can come up with. <laughs> he looks like he's like had a brain injury or, or been involved <laughs> in a
0: road
1: accident. his <laughs> skin waxed.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. It kind of looks like he's been merged with with Pete the Ground Dog, doesn't he? Yeah, it's it's, it's almost like the, you know, they blend two faces. Yeah. It's kind of like that, isn't it? If you saw that
2: Madame Two Swords, you think that's a bit rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not right. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, the, it's the, what they, there's something they've missed, isn't it? It's like it's too yeah. smooth, but it is like there's the the soul of Bill Murray has been taken from it.
0: Yeah, it's but they not- they tried to clean him up, haven't they? You know, yeah. they've done that, that making him look very kind of um, smooth, like you say, and polished. And Bill Murray isn't smooth and polished, He's not you know, It's, it's if, you, if you ever try and paint Bill Murray, you know, you're not going to be using a blender brush very often. No, exactly, yeah. You know, and they've just completely missed the point. And it doesn't look like him. He, no. he kind of does look like a hybrid of, of Puxetony of Pete, Bill Murray and, and Dan Aykroyd as well. <laughs> And he's got, no, he's no, got no. a bit of John Belushi in there or James <laughs> Belushi. Like. They might have a thousand faces. <laughs> so if
2: you, you listen to this, like Google Groundhog Day and like 15th anniversary and you'll see this cover come up and it's Bill Murray holding up the clock with him trapped inside it and Andy McDowell sort of like looking up at the the title and it's tragic.
0: Well, I've got two for you. And okay. I'll, I'll upload them now as well. And these weren't the main posters, but they were, um, they were used for some of the marketing and, they were dreadful, okay. Uh, okay. See,
1: now, now. Right. I saw this pop up when I was looking as well.
0: So, for those at home, um, because this makes really good radio, doesn't it? Let's be fair, yeah, they look amazing. <laughs> Can you just see? It's from X Men First Class, which I Gotta admit, I quite enjoy the film. I quite like the film. Mm, yeah. I have a complicated relationship with the X Men, and particularly in the film world, but I, I don't mind the film. I think it was well handled. Um, but the first one is obviously use the the foreboding silhouettes of both Magneto and Charles Xavier with a absolutely horrendous, and I mean horrendous, just photo collaged cut out of the faces of the actors involved and mm. it just looks well it's just absolute shit in it i mean it's you know if terrible. you if you're 10 year old
1: could
0: do it oh yes. i mean that's just like how many rules of design and and stuff has that broken and they use this
2: that's
0: really bad is a, i was just gonna say that you know another final design was was better that they use for the main push, but they use these as, as sort of teaser posters. And you mm. think, there's ten quid I'm saving then. Yeah. yeah,
1: well, it's like James McAvoy's face. It's like the fact they've just literally cut into his <laughs> eye. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's,
1: it's not even. I mean, it's, I don't know. I wouldn't know where to start. To there's perhaps. no
0: redeeming thing no. of that at all. Is the there's just none. There's you can't even look at it. Go. Even the silhouettes aren't great.
1: No, it's
2: no. it's a trouble because especially with Magneto and Professor X unless you're kind of versed with the characters so I think it you, some people might be hard to tell yeah. who the silhouette is if you uh, remember the phantom menace posting, when it's got like young Anakin standing there and his shadows oh, on the wall yeah, no, and yeah, it is yeah. it's the Vader silhouette and everyone's so familiar with that that character silhouette that that tells the story and you've got the image there but these ones kind of seem to tried to do something similar but it's so half-arsed and ill-considered
1: that's it i mean they could have done like magneto's head with his face in it almost yes. yeah help even. sorry
0: yeah. go- google these at your risk but mm. um yeah, you're right that phantom menace poster that bit with the the shadow that Blew my mind. I was so excited, and yeah. then so disappointed Then when you I saw the film. <laughs> oh, but, rough, and I think that made it rough, worse because I just thought this is this foreshadowing thing is just so good, and then it just was so not good. And but then yeah, it got better. <laughs> yeah. So this is one of those posters that, on the strength of the poster, I certainly wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have been watching it. But I, I can remember seeing these and then just not
2: remembering them at all until you uploaded them. And then mm. that's how much of an impact they've made my brain just said, you don't need to retain this information. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: wiped it. Yeah. Um, have you got anything, Luke, that you like, want to share or could you my, not bring yourself to? Oh, I've got one, and...
1: two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got eight. <laughs> You're allowed to, um, two of the world. I'm allowed to. All right. I'll go for, see, I found it really hard with this because I had to try and separate the fact that I don't like the films as well as the fact that the posters. Yeah. Um,
2: Oh, it's have. hard actually when it's a really good film and the yeah. posters just doesn't do it justice.
1: Right, I'll put my first one up. Okay. And then... oh, I'm excited now. Now see if you can this this is a Photoshop error. I wasn't I, I love the book of this film, but the film fell out very short. So there's the first poster. Ah, uh, okay. Alright, yeah. Have you seen this one at all or
2: Yes, I've uh, seen the film. I've not seen I can't recall seeing the poster. Okay, the Ready Player One poster, and essentially he has got the main character, which I can't recall his name, and he's on the left-hand side of the picture. He's kind of uh, climbing up like a, a, a half ladder of sorts.
1: If you um, if you check out his legs, yeah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> a long <and> old leg. <laughs> it is a long <laughs> old leg. <laughs> and, like, wow. and this was actually this was the the initially released poster for it. This was that actually went out before. So if he,
2: if his foot was like on the tips of his toes going up. Yeah. He might be able to get away with it, but even then, that's that leg is ridiculously long.
1: It is. It, he, he's got he's got a thigh leg, but he's a thigh shin even.
2: There's problems with his left hand as well. The yeah. thumb.
1: That's
2: amazing.
1: <laughs> I've never seen the film. It was. I don't know if you've read the book. The book's amazing. But I believe book's heard the book's amazing. great. But hmm. yeah, the cha- they actually filmed it in Birmingham, just down the road from me. Okay. Yeah, like in um, like the uh, Digbeth area of Birmingham. Does it, it looks like a. A futuristic slum <laughs> <up>.
0: <laughs> apologies
1: yeah. to all our, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, well, I, you know, I grew up around there, so but yeah, no, it's yeah, shocking
2: though. It? I can't stop looking. <laughs> it's one of those things if you've ever done like work like that and then you come back to it like after a break, how did I miss that? It's t- yeah, it's terrible.
1: How did it get to the printing process? <laughs> yeah. Like, who signed it off?
2: <laughs> but definitely that one where you flip your image as well. I'm not sure if that would have helped it with this one. <laughs>
0: No. <laughs> Maybe well, upside down So what's your next one, Luke? What right. you what you got for us, mate? This one, I
1: it just makes me angry this poster does. In, <laughs> gen- in general. <laughs>
0: uh, uh yeah. Likes yeah. me angry for many reasons.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's th- this is a poster for Batman and Robin with all the main characters. And there there is nothing redeeming about this. No. Nope. I, I like two of the, well, three of the actors in this film that are on that poster that being Schwarzenegger. Mm. This was Clooney, wasn't it, as well? Yeah. And like Uma Thurman's done some good work. Yeah. But well, I would punch Chris O'Donnell in the face. And if you're listening, I apologise. But he's, it, oh, and Alicia Silverstone, who's from England. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. not, oh, she is in that film. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> She's Alfred's niece. Oh, and she just kind of gets, oh, here's, here's the
2: bat costume where you go yeah
1: that's it she just wanders down into the bat cave so the fuck
2: what yeah. frustrating thing about that poster the the kind of iconography and the imagery of batman and that's what you come up with it's, i know
1: it's especially yeah. with like with burton's too you've obviously got that brooding gothic and then the well forever i, I can cope with that but mm. this is just horseshit
0: wasn't this the infamous Bat Nipples as well?
1: Yeah,
0: there. yeah. yeah. There. Is, is it Holy Rusted Metal as well? Yeah.
1: It's
2: no, just, that's in Forever.
0: Oh, is that Forever, is it? Though? Yeah. yeah. And again, if you look at this poster, you know, it's Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. So it tells you about the politics of poster design, doesn't it? That, that Arnie's at the top. Taking yeah, he's got top bills. Stage. Always, yeah. You know, because it should be it should be obviously Clooney and Batman at the top. You know, I mean that would be the way you, you your eye would plan this kind of a thing. And he's almost relegated to um a secondary act. Yeah. You know. It is it is poor in every way. And the thing I was interested to put me off as well. I didn't like the X. You know, you can see the X with yeah, the that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it really threw me that because I thought I don't like it because it did make me think of the. I and it sounds stupid, but it made me think of the X Men all the time. But with this kind of, but you can have the bat
2: symbol, them them on either side of the wings, yeah. Arnie at the top, and then the two girls overshadowing below or something. There's got to be more of a design consideration with this. It's, it's, I mean, even the the name of the film, Batman and Robin, does
0: nothing redeeming. But well, no. to be fair yeah. though trade descriptions wouldn't do you because it looks like a multicolour mess and the film itself is a multicolour mess
1: isn't it i I love neon but yeah that that just doesn't
0: okay so there we go so again google batman and robin You, you won't forget it when you've seen it you'll recognize it if you're around in the that sort of Was it the early 90s, wasn't 90s, it? 90s, yeah. Yeah, I can remember seeing it splashed all over the Warner Brothers stores when they used to have those. So the, the opposite, and Yes. There. Let's pick on our, our top three. So I asked the guys, just so you know, to pick three of their favourite posters, and we decided we were going to do this in order just to make it even more difficult. <laughs> so we'll start with your third option. So in your top three, um, who wants to go first with their choice? I'll go first Are you want. Yeah, right. No
2: okay. well, my one is uh, I've loaded it up in the chat, but it's the original oh. poster for uh, Dawn of the Dead. Nice. And I had to do a bit of research on this. It's a chap called Lanny Powers who did the uh, the artwork for it, and uh, they for it was used originally for a T-shirt for the crew, uh, and it got adopted as the official press graphic. And they didn't want a realistic threat of a zombie, so they they did that as like a label they could yeah. they could just use, and. Before you know it, they were pumping out on the posters, and it does. What it, it it's kind of there's the, the horizon line, the dawn is the zombie yeah. coming yeah. up over the top, yeah. and Beautiful. then you've got this punched in writing, and it's just it's epic. It's it uh, is very very kind of minimalist, but it's re- very imposing, and there's so much dread loaded into the image, and the yeah. the, the great tagline when there's no real room in hell, the dead will work the earth which is obviously in the film. Uh, Magnificent. Yeah.
0: Absolutely
2: magnificent.
0: That's a good call. That's a really good call. And again, it's a classic. Um, Yeah, and it's one of those that just shows that, you know, you don't have to have, you know, photorealistic paintings or, you know, it's about the imagery. I mean, as I was talking about the Ghostbusters thing before, you know, it's a very simple image, but it's perfect. And this is perfect as well, you know. And it just puts me in mind of so many great films from that era. Yep. The original Mad Max poster, you know, with the text going off into the horizon and stuff. Mm. But brilliant. Even the colours, the muted colours on it, it just works, doesn't it? And uh, as a designer, I was reading this, <laughs> and I didn't
2: appreciate it until I read it. He's designed it in four quarters, so when it's folded, yeah. it doesn't fuck up the text. So the line oh. goes straight down between the, <laughs> the <laughs> dawn the E and the A. And then the horizon line, obviously, is in the centre of the poster. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, top work.
0: That's going <laughs> above and beyond, isn't it? Yeah. That that really is. <laughs> wow. That's brilliant. What about you, Luke? What's your your number three, shall we say? My number three uh
1: is Boris. Nice.
2: Okay.
1: And it is this one. That would be the national lampoons. Hey. Hey. Which it this it's just got everything you need in it. <laughs> and like and this film did have
0: boobs in it as well. <laughs>
2: So the character sees himself as the hero, doesn't he? And this he is does, a yeah. perfect representation of his own self-image. Yeah.
0: So again, for yeah. those of you at home, it's the it's the classic um National Lampoons European vacation with Cherry Chase in the kind of um should we say equally classic heavy metal type um yeah. Conan pose with fantasy, know, high fantasy yeah, With with you know the wife hanging off his leg and the the lightning. It's 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 a great poster. And it does sum up um, the film in a yeah. weird way because it's the complete opposite of what. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I've got the uh, Boris book and, and this one's in it, and he's got like the models like posing in those poses right, yeah, yeah. And, and put it together. It's a fantastic book. It's uh, it's a really good one.
0: So my I'll, I'll upload mine now. Now I had a joint third and nice. So I was going for Big Trouble. Originally, which we've spoke about earlier, just because I, I I just think that's just such a such a fun poster, mm. you know. I mean, it's if uh, again for people playing at home, it's the original big in little China poster with the Kurt Russell image of him holding the gun, and and there's lots going going on around him. The pork chop express is hurtling towards you and things like that, and it's just a wonderful piece of art, and it's mm. just a great post, and it sums up the film, absolutely sums up the film. But I had a feeling we may have talked about that earlier on, um, given your penchant for big trouble down. So yes. <laughs> I, I actually went for another one, which isn't the greatest poster in the world. And it isn't, isn't Drew Struzan's greatest piece of art no. in the world, but it just means so much to me. And it's the original Back to the Future poster. Yep. Now, maybe this is one of those occasions where I love the, the feeling the poster gives me more than the poster itself. Yes. And that's why it means so much to me. And it's an image that w- it was just burned into my brain um from '85 when I first first saw it advertised. And just the you know the image, it's the classic image of Marty looking at his watch with the open door of the DeLorean. And you know, obviously, they went on to do the successive Back to the Future two and three, where they added the characters behind them, which yep. as a triptych of, of posters looks stunning you know does look absolutely brilliant but i've also got a copy of this on my wall and 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 it's only when it's poster size you realize that if you look closely at it the delorean the the perspective on the delorean is completely mashed but it is so good and takes your eye so well through the poster that you don't even recognize it unless you're looking for it
1: it's one of those ones that you could probably take any like square centimeter of that poster and you could probably guess that it's a back to the future poster. Yeah. It's it's one of them. There's there's, there's almost, even though it's not that busy, there's a lot going on that you can identify with to make a bigger picture.
2: And it's got the old uh, blue and uh, teal and orange that they, yeah. uh, Yeah. Kind of every single poster seemed to do it in the past a couple of years ago, but that's like an early forerunner to it. It's, Same with the flame. I didn't never, ever ever realise that that you you wouldn't be able to see both of those flames. No. In front we of see the
1: car, it kind of cross at different angles when it gets like in between his legs. Yeah. One's kind of going down, and the other one's going as it would almost.
0: So it shouldn't work. No. From an artistic perspective, it shouldn't work. Mm. But by Christ, it does. <laughs> Do yeah, the I mean? composition as well. So on <laughs> yeah. Marty, it draws you up towards the
2: face and looking at the hand, uh, the watch. Yeah it's yeah top work great post yeah great choice
0: yeah and again another great tagline i can't remember the exact wording of it but it's a brilliant brilliant line about not being in his time at all um but yeah so that that's my choice so should i carry on and go with my number two yeah go for it and this was the first poster that i can remember putting on my wall hey. I, and so it was one of those poster books i was talking about earlier yeah yeah. And for those of you at home, it's uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was by Richard Amsell. Now, Richard Amsell also did things like the Flash Gordon poster we were talking about before. Yeah. Um, and he did lots of other stuff. And and again, just doing a bit of digging on this. It's quite a sad story because he actually died, I think he was at the age of about 37. Yeah. Um, it was, it's really, really sad. I mean, his first poster was, I believe, for The Sting. If you remember okay, that, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And um, when posters kind of fell out of favor a bit, he, he lost work. And then he, he could only get work doing fantasy and science fiction things, which led him to doing um, Flash, led him to doing Raiders of the Lost Dark and and other things. You know, really, really iconic images. Mm. And uh, it's because all the work that he could get was within that that genre. But yeah, but unfortunately, he um, he died of AIDS at a very young age. Oh, that's a shame, which man. Is really sad. I never knew. Yeah. I I had no idea that. Firstly, he wasn't still kind of you know kicking around and enjoying his retirement, but secondly, I didn't didn't realise that he died so young. It's such a shame. But mm. just look at that that image. I mean, that sepia. It's the for those of you again who can't see it, it's the uh, it's the sepia poster that you know the big picture of Indy, with the Raiders masthead. And then obviously you've got Indiana Jones lowering himself down on the rope on the left-hand side um, into the the sort of uh, the floor where there's Marion and stuff like that. So it's a truly, truly beautiful piece of art. And I used to spend hours as a kid just stood looking at it, you know, and I think it's one of the things that really influenced me wanting to be an artist, to be honest, you know, because it's just so beautifully done and, it looks old and it looks like a a relic and it's just got everything going for it. So, uh, so that was, that was my, uh, my number two. So uh, should we go back to you, um, Luke?
1: Yeah, cool. Right. Let me just load my one up. I'm honestly split between my first and second that I love them both. Oh, class. It's just, it. When not say so about composition earlier that that punch you know exactly what is about to happen uh, and it is the jaws well the infamous yeah. jaws poster yeah Roger Castell yeah yeah, yeah. brilliant um it's also the um, I don't know if you've ever, if you've got the novel at all but uh, the Peter Benchley's book actually uses a it's a slightly different version to that picture but it is the same composition yeah and uh, but it's just yeah you know that that girl is about to get yeah. eaten no matter what she does mm. um which it kind of mirrors obviously it's the the beginning of the film isn't it rather than anything happens further on um but i just i love that it's yeah it's, it's one great of those...
0: it is and it's again for for those of you that want to look these up it's the classic jaws um traditional poster of, of jaws rising up from the depths to the poor swimming girl who's about to meet her fate <laughs> and become a toothpick. Um, it's a wonderful, but I, I must admit, this was one of the ones that was, it was in my top five. considered this. Because yeah. it's just beautiful. And I was always amazed at, at the, the, the water, believe it or not. Because yeah. when you look at it, there's not a great deal in there, but my God, you get a sense of depth and, you know, is it. cold. Yeah. And it's just tremendous, a tremendous piece of work i'll tell you what a lot
2: of the signs of a good poster is like when it's kind of moved into kind of the public conscious and zeitgeist and it gets parodied a lot Yeah. this one's yep. been parodied to death like the same with the back to the future there's there's yep. they've all been kind of reworked yeah, and redone good. and it's there's
0: such a strong yeah so strong there's a great version of this which is about the Jiawas, isn't it from star wars yeah <laughs> <you seen> <laughs> <laughs> i've not seen that yeah it's good it's good that's a good call, man. That's a really good call. And uh, yeah, Roger Castell, again, a, a, an absolute beast of the poster world. Yeah. An absolute beast. I'm
2: going to uh, roll this round to one we've
0: already, mm. a chap we've already discussed, and it's
2: uh, Drew Struzan. Oh.
0: poster
2: for The Thing. I, I considered this as well, yeah. Yeah, this is a dynamite. It's the original poster of The Thing. You've got the, the, the kind of the black silhouetted figure moving towards you with the light bursting out of its... Uh, face and the tagline is the ultimate and alien terror and there's an interesting little story after i was, I was looking up for this uh th- he had to do this poster overnight because he the did, thing, yep. it hadn't been designed yet so you might notice from the uh the documentary yep. so he, drew got a call from universal studios and they're remaking the thing and they need the poster up by tomorrow the publicity department didn't have any photos reference or anything so uh he basically took some photos did a Quick sketch, had him sent it over to the studios. The studio said, Yeah, that's fine, go with that. He took a bit more, a few more photos, worked at the piece overnight, painted it. The guy showed up at 9 a.m. the next day on his doorstep, said, Is the painting ready? And Drew said, I got about an hour ago out to the left to do it, did it, gave it to the studio, and done. Yep, uh, and it's
0: a great. So and again, he, he does tell this story in the documentary. And he, he says that, you know, he asked them, well, what does the thing that's like? Well, we don't know yet. We haven't, we haven't designed it yet. Yeah. And, um, and when they got the poster at the other end, it was still wet. They got really? it out. They rang him up. They said, do you know this is still wet? And he's like, well, yeah, because I only, I only finished it a couple of hours ago. And uh, <laughs> it, it was still still wet. what on a, I mean, what a, what a poster that is. It's fantastic.
2: Yeah. this kind of like it says it all. You, you don't need to kind of have these just uh, the suggestion of what it is and outworldly and yeah it's great
0: such yeah. so good it is and it, when you when you understand the story as well when you hear you know like you just explained about he did it overnight from basically basically from scratch that's just like that's the sign of someone who yeah knows the, the stuff in it that's I'm that's great call man
2: I, I wonder how much money you're on for doing stuff like that i bet it's a few quid you're doing it for a studio.
0: Surprisingly, again, I'd watch the documentary. I think you'd be surprised. Okay. Really? Yeah. 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 And there's another great um piece in that documentary about his original artwork um being pilfered by his, his agent and uh what goes on with that as well. Um, I cannot recommend it enough. Oh, nice. I cannot recommend it enough. The, it's the, really good. Thing's
2: another favourite one, the the fact that they did the uh the title sequence where the thing burns up—they did that with a fish tank filled fish with tank, smoke. Yeah, that's and, fantastic. Yeah, a bin yeah. liner.
0: Yeah, I don't great. know if I've said this about loads of these the posters, but I absolutely adore that film. I, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. From Obviously. the soundtrack to the feel to, you know, I mean, the acting in it's brilliant, and and we don't—not even talking about the the physical effects in it, because yeah. oh my! God. I mean, the first time I watched that, I was like, "This is th- this is unbelievable."
2: Yeah, it's I'm, the same I'm, with uh, Big Trouble. It's hard to believe that when that came out, they they didn't do that well. It's just this uh, is it, I, yeah, yeah. You look back at some of the reviews of the thing, and they're absolutely scathing. It's like, did yeah. you watch a different film? Because this is just unbelievable. But there yeah, we go.
1: Was the first film to use amputees, wasn't it? As well, Big uh, the Thing. Yeah, really. With, yeah, yeah, with the um uh, the doctor when he's doing the chest paddles, and the chest opens up and then oh. it bites into his arms.
2: Yeah, a Nazi Nazi.
1: it's an actually amputee it's the first yeah. ever used. Yeah, amputee they used um, so they could actually bite his arms off it's brilliant. amazing that is, yeah. it
0: is brilliant okay so we'll go with mine and it's somebody that we've just spoken about not long ago nice. and it's, it's Roger Castell again and for those of you that, that obviously can't see it's the original Empire Strikes Back um, movie release poster so it's the one that's the kind of collage of you know, you've got Han and Leia and he's kind of dipping her as they're going in for a kiss. And you've got Luke on the torn and the foreboding Darth Vader in the background. And it's all set in this beautiful kind of Hoth landscape that, that rises into the sky. And I love this poster. And I, I mean, probably my favorite film, full stop. Yeah. Um, but this poster, I can remember cutting it out of the local newspaper. You know, when they used to put the little adverts in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For like you know what was on, and they did put like a, a kind of one inch black and white picture yeah. of the Pope's that I used to cut these out and stick them on my wall <laughs> and yeah. look at Imagine the magnifying
1: glass.
2: The youth today didn't realize you'd have to look up in a local paper to see when the cinema was on yeah. or look on CFAX. This,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, CFAX, uh. yeah.
2: <laughs> wait for your I, page I, to circle round.
0: It's like, yeah, yeah. I absolutely adore this post and it's got everything for me. It's got a bit like The Thing and and Jaws where you immediately get, you know, what the feeling of the film is. You get, Mm. the, you know, the drama in it. You get the fact that it isn't going to be, you know, you can tell by this it isn't going to be all fun and games. You know, it's it's a bit dark. Yeah. And it's just a beautiful piece of work. And he's a tremendous artist, um, Roger Castell. He's still going, actually. He's still alive. Nice. and uh, he's obviously signing prints. I've actually got a, a signed eight by ten of this from him because he sells them through his shop quite cheap, actually, about thirty dollars or something. And you know, it's 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 worth treating yourself if if you can uh, if you can stretch to it. But yeah, beautiful piece of work, and just cheers me up when I look at it. Takes me right back to. Begging me, mum and dad to let me go to the cinema um, to see it. And I, went, I was lucky enough to go twice at the time. Beautiful, beautiful piece of work. Um, right, my last one, I couldn't
1: actually find who did it. And it actually goes against what we were talking about earlier, whether we want photos or illustrated. And yeah. this is actually a mixture of two. I'm going to put two different compositions on. There's always exceptions and, to the rule. <laughs> but yeah, apparently it was done it's it's owned by the studio the artwork is so who actually did it i'm not sure so could this be like some like
2: artwork they've got working in-house and it just goes through the studio and they're not credited
1: yeah
2: i've been oh, there yeah, and done that <laughs> but,
1: ah okay I, I have as well I've, 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 yeah nice this it's it's one of my favorite films i love my dystopian stuff but this is the um the poster of the city of lost children um which it's, well, Junet and Caro, the director, they also did Delicatessen. Um, it's one of Ron Perlman's first films as well, if I remember rightly. I've not seen this one. If you are not? Oh, it's no. an amazing film. The premise is, um, in there's like an oil rig painted in the background. Uh, it's There's a doctor on there that can't actually sleep. He's lost the ability to sleep and dream. Sorry, no, dream, not sleep. And um, basically he's stealing children to take their dreams so he can, like, you know, go to sleep and have these dreams. Hmm. And um, the, the girl in the picture um is captured, uh, her little brother is captured, and basically she befriends Ron Perlman, who's a mute, uh, and a strong man from a circus, and they go off on this sort of dystopian, sort of steampunk-esque adventure. Oh, and that sounds great. Oh, it's, it's an amazing film. Absolutely amazing. It's the um, same director who did... Um, alien resurrection yes of
0: course Wow. so it's uh, no it's, it's an amazing film Mike. and I, I can't imagine looking at your work what appeals to you about the film <laughs> 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 oh it, it, yeah
1: it, it's one of those films that I, I couldn't deny being influenced by i love
0: that part. i love those those yeah scene, they're guys. fantastic oh man yeah you know, <laughs> row in between the for yeah. those of you who look this up there's obviously a rowboat, and they're going through this like literally a sea of minds it's like you oh, towards the, good, the the oil rig yes well, that's yeah it.
1: the brilliant thing about this is this actually captures the spirit of the film as well so it's not mm-hmm. just kind of a um it's it, it's direct the, the him them rowing is taken from the film itself uh, and then you can sort of see in the background where the map painting kind of kicks into the mm-hmm. to the to the rig and the moon and the you know, it's yeah i love it absolutely love it
0: Excellent. I must. I must admit that's a surprising choice. Well, yeah, this is I'd... it. it was,
1: mm.
0: There was a couple other ones, but uh, no, that was.
1: It, it's one of my favourite films, and, uh, it's nice. and I love them. It's really, really good.
2: Right, uh, okay. my final one. You're you're going to be more than familiar with this. So it's the uh, original poster for the oh, uh, yeah. Alien. It's fantastic. This, is, when I mentioned earlier that. I've looked at this poster and image so many times and I've never seen that those figures down the bottom are bodies. Yeah. You
0: see the, the,
2: the, 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 the figures like yeah, the, the crosswords. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The lattice, they're, they're people. And I hadn't noticed that before because I was reading about the post and I was like the, the lattice of people at the bottom. and I was like, what? And I sort of like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they bodies. i would never, ever seen that. That's incredible. And this, This poster is kind of like with with the egg cracking and space and I'm going to hear you scream. Mm. It's just it gives you such a sense of what this film's going to be about, but tells you nothing about the film. Mm. None of those images
1: appear in it. Well, this is it because wasn't this another one a bit like the thing? It was actually designed before before the film came out. Yeah, before the final image, like the Geiger's designs were finalized.
2: And uh, it's designed by a couple of guys who are like a, a, an agency and they've gone on to do like, it's called InSync Plus, the agency still un, still around now. Wow. But, uh, yeah, it's just God. It's such a haunting image and it doesn't give you much, but it's just enough with the, the kind of the, the egg looming over the top with this hideous mist and light coming out of it.
1: It's uh,
0: tremendous, that. Yeah, That's it's a really kind
1: of... Image totally changes the, the my, that's totally changed the way I look at that poster now
0: yeah same like yeah bikes,
1: that's really that's fantastic.
2: I thought it was like a kind of a, a, like a lunar landscape or something inside the, the ship that they find them in the yeah. uh, the engineer ship but it's just wow I had never
0: seen that before <laughs> it's amazing isn't it it's amazing yeah. that it, you know until you, you read what, what some of the concept behind the poster was that you, you do miss these things mm. you know we've seen this like hugely blown up as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've seen and this image never, so many
1: times and never, yeah. never clocked it. Well, I that's think it's because like, of Geiger's design style. I think you kind of just presume it's
0: part of yeah. his kind of bio, biomech sort of stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, indeed. That's that's a great call. Great call, guys. Some some good work good choices. There. You did your homework well.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well done. We've had some brilliant sort of images there and some great posters and some great stories about why we like them but you know the the question is i suppose um in the modern world is a movie poster still relevant sadly
1: I, not for me do you know i i think it still is it's just in a different spectrum to how we view it if you get mm. what i mean we, we've predominantly the stuff we've looked at and we've all we love is based on a certain time period i'd say yeah whereas nowadays I think if you go to cinema now I can't actually recall the last poster I saw when I looked at the times on the wall nah. but the online marketing and like the the pop-ups and stuff you get on the internet and whatever else you're looking at I think that's that's like the new movie poster almost yeah so it's it's it sort of transgressed into a digital realm rather than a, a physical realm with a lot of it and um to so many so many artists and things have done their own takes of classic posters as well mm, uh, yeah, they're brilliant of, yeah they are they're absolutely genius I, I think it's still alive and kicking it's just it is nowhere near geared at no, grabbing so used your attention the, the tool
2: it once was to kind of no. get you in uh they now obviously you can look at your phone and you can look at the high res trailer for the film that's coming this out mm. so there's so many tools they use to market it at but that kind of like if you look on stuff like pinterest and you there's pins of like alternative movie posters that people exactly. have done of classic films yeah. Yeah. especially the thing there's so many yeah and jaws oh god there's one where uh, they've done the orca on the sea and it's like there's a, a shadow of the sea that's like jaws but it's mm-hmm. enormous so like you see this tiny little boat in the shadow and oh it i know the just, one you mean yeah it sells it so well but yeah generally unfortunately like movie posters like that when you'd see it at the, the cinema or the video shopping thing you know, what's all that about that's kind of been lost a little i mean i can remember going to the cinema before the the stuff kicked off we're going through now with the lockdown and they have like big cardboard cutout stuff of the films and even that just are uh, generally i think uh the film kind of films that focus more on artistry and ideas it's become like a lot more kind of corporate and it's a money-making exercise and box-ticking exercise, and there's gems yeah. out there. Don't get me wrong, but a lot yeah. of the stuff now is just that. Uh, just doesn't really interest me. This it's paint
1: by the numbers. A lot of it, yeah. like I said, it's it's commercial. I yeah. mean, um, I, I've I worked for a design company, um, that I ran a department for five years, mm. and like Sony were one of the clients that I worked nice. with. And um, it's rubbish. The stuff yeah. that like they literally. <laughs> like um I did a well-known CD sort of cover mm-hmm. and um it is the most it, it was mind-numbing I, I actually grew to hate working in design to be honest from doing it which is why I, I kind of I knocked it on the head and started doing my own stuff rather than like the sort of the, the commercial or commission based work yeah but um yeah it was literally like you were given the brief And you couldn't do, there was literally no deviation to it. There was no, you didn't have any creative aspects. Um, I mean, I like dicking around with like a thousand layers, a hundred colors. Yeah. And then I'll end up going back usually to the one I actually started with. Or, like, you know, there'd be a purple that's that's that minute that only I can see it. Mm. But, yeah, there was none of that. It was literally like, there's this, there's your photo, there's the text. You've got to use this font. It has to sit in this particular angle. And it's just, it's soulless.
2: Yeah. Mm. I remember doing stuff with uh, working for Debenhams and, like, here's the ad we've got. And then, right, you need to format this for 200 publications. And every single one, like, all different. So you have to move the logo a little, move the ladies up yeah blur this bit out and then I'd have to take the 200 odd images to the marketing department and they'd go through that's fine that one's wrong and it's like this is not fun <laughs> this
0: no, is not fun at all no there's there's no art in it is the no you know I mean, that's the problem and you know when you mentioned about um doing a cd cover and stuff and it's same like when you think about lp artwork and you oh, know good. some of the yeah. some of the fantastic artists and images that people did for lps back in the day yeah it's and epic, the photo bash crap you get, out.
2: yeah.
0: And that's the norm. And I do sadly think that you know there's there's uh, don't get me wrong, I do think you're right. There's a there's a wealth of talent out there working on movie posters. They're just not the main movie posters that get yeah. released. This is it, yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, it's like and for it's, the Martian. I remember that, and it's just a picture of Matt Damon's face with like, the, like a, a orange hue over it, and it says the Martian. Yeah. You know, like, okay
1: not to like add my two cents i actually worked on the martian okay like, as a prop designer nice yeah we uh, we built the canopy that you know the way everything gets ejected at yeah the end. yeah we built the the big foam version of that i, I like that film yeah like, it's a brilliant film yeah like just don't on like the, 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 post, no, the <laughs>
2: poster the <it's> <laughs> poster is this is a non-entity it's just yeah. not it's not good it's not bad it's just shrug but yeah, well, like I, I think it's it's one of those things that was like a way to kind of get people in and advertise the film, and it's just been surpassed by other ways to do it for good or, for good or real.
0: True,
2: but still appreciate it as an art form.
0: Yeah, and you know, as as long as there are people to still remember these posters and they mean something to them, then you know it'll live on, won't it?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And exactly. we make our own homages to it now
0: when we're doing our comics.
1: Our oh, definitely, definitely.
0: Yeah. That's great, guys. I've been really, really enjoyable. And I hope Brilliant. people listening enjoyed that as well. Um, you know, we've we've had a good look at the good, the bad, the ugly, shall we say, which was actually yep. a good poster. Um, and uh, you know, I hope you've you've learned something. I mean, we've all learned something through the art of uh, doing a bit of digging on the posters that we uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that we we realised we'd probably taken for granted or that we hadn't quite uh, realised how many people have done so many of the great images that, mm. that you know uh, are iconic now so uh, thank you for that it's been, uh, been Pleasure. a really enjoyable chat so um would you like to tell us a little bit more about where people can find your stuff a bit more about you where they can buy your goods etc so uh, we'll start with you dan
2: okay uh, i'm you can find me on twitter at vanguard comic and you can read uh the British superhero webcomic that I do uh, on vanguardcomic.com, and it's currently updating on Wednesdays and Fridays. And you can buy all three of the books on Comic House. You can just do Comic House, Vanguard, it'll pop up there. And I'm also one of the three hosts on the Awesome Comic Podcast, where we just talk about small press and indie comics from all around the world.
0: And if you're a comics fan and you're not listening to it, then shame on you. And if you're not a <laughs> comics fan and you just like to hear people... Um, having a, a really good time, but an intelligent conversation about all sorts of things, then give it a listen. It's a truly, truly wonderful podcast. And I'm not oh, just cheers, saying it's I look forward to it every week. It, oh, it's got Thank me you. through many a work day on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> recording it if it's got me through many a week. it's kind yeah, of like, it's been yeah. responsible for me not committing several uh, murders, I would it, I think. <laughs> so cheers for that. And uh, Luke, would you like to tell us a bit more about yourself? Um, yeah, um, my uh, website. Well, I,
1: I've run through nevercity.co.uk, which actually links to my Instagram. Um, I've recently only got the internet back. I'm currently setting up an Etsy shop, but I will be setting up the link through Never City uh, to take there, which will have um, my automatic girl, which is a three-part sort of uh, love story, if you will. Um, there's the first part of the den next door, um, and I'm also working on a reimagining of The Little Match Girl by Hans Christian Andersen. And the first part of that's going to be out in November. And uh, it'll all be advertised through Never City.
0: Excellent. Brilliant. And uh, again, if you've never seen uh, his work, then check it out. It's 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 really, really an interesting take on, on the comic genre. When you look at the way that you construct your pages, mm. it's, it's beautiful, man. I mean, you're... You know your, your layouts and and your your architectural stuff is just like it's, unbelievable it's
1: world, <laughs> world building is but I, I i could i could sit and build worlds till the end of the time to be honest and yeah. like i mean i have like with the match girl i mean i've been working on that for 13 maybe 14 years now on that oh, wow. and um yeah it is i've literally built an entire sort of citadel and um yeah it's, it's all mapped out and then i've plug these characters in there but, I mean the script was already written or wrote um, but yeah the, it's architecture is yeah I love it
0: right. so if you're listening check out Dan and Luke's work because you won't be disappointed and uh, remember if you've enjoyed the show then why not check out our previous episodes they're now available on Podbean Spotify and Apple Podcasts uh, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from so you don't miss a, a show coming up I'd just like to thank Dan and Luke again for for giving up the time to do this. You can find out more about me and my work on art92.com and on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. It's all art92.com because, as I said before, we had to keep it simple, you know, because when you get to my age, you're lucky, if you can remember, like, you know, to put your pants on. So uh, having multiple handles um, was not going to work. It wasn't going to end well. So again I'd like to thank uh, thank the guys for the time. Dude. I'd no, like thank to you. thank you know it's been great. I hope you've all enjoyed it and um next time as the 1991 Terminator 2 Judgment Day poster proudly stated it'll be the same make the same model but a new mission. Thanks <laughs> for listening. See ya. See ya.